Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Learn American English with this guy. And I am really excited about today's episode. It's the beginning of the year, New Year 2020. A lot of people in the United States are making their New Year's resolutions. I talk about New Year's resolutions in the podcast called American Holidays. And at the beginning of the year, Americans say, I'm going to eat better. I'm going to exercise more. And for today's episode, what I want to do is the opposite of that. I want to talk about the world's biggest fast food chains. And I'm going to do the top 10. I found this list online. And there is quite a bit of written English on a website that I found. That website is 10mosttoday.com. I will put the link in the show notes. So this is going to be an episode where I am reading. So you will be able to follow along. But for every restaurant, I might give my opinion on it or just some background information, maybe. And so I figured, let's do the opposite today. Let's talk about all the bad food that is so popular around the world. If you are making a New Year's resolution to eat better, these fast food chains should probably not be on your list. With that said, um, there are new listeners every single day. Thank you so much. The um, Facebook page, that link is in the show notes as well, is getting new followers every day. I think we're up to five. I think there was new... One new one today, so that's pretty cool. And uh, Twitter, got a couple followers on there. Thank you so much. And one country is now tied in the top, like, three. Since the podcast started, day one, Italy was the number one country. Most listeners, or I should say, about 45% of listeners came from Italy. Then it was the United States and then it was France. And for the first time today, there is another country in the top three. It's tied at 9%. So Italy is still first with 35%. So it's come down a little bit, but thank you so much. Grazie mille. Thank you guys in Italy. And then The U.S. is second with 28%. France is tied in third place with 9%. And Turkey, 9%. Thank you so much, Turkey. And um, I think yesterday or the day before, it was just Ankara that had listeners. But there are five other cities in Turkey that are listening to this podcast. Thank you so much. Turkish is a language I would love to learn at one point. Um, My focus is Italian. I've been 
learning that for the past nine months. I do a little bit of French every so often and a little bit of Romanian. Romanian, I think, is is pretty tough because it's almost like a Slavic language. But is is it's interesting to learn. But Turkish is is right there. Farsi. I would love to learn Farsi one day too. Arabic, it would be great. But that's many years down the road. I would like to do a podcast on language learning. Now, I'm not an expert, but I would like to share the tips that I use. But if you are understanding what I am saying, and English is not your first language, you are way further along than I am because right now I can only read fairly well in Italian pretty much like I would say a 10 year old newspaper articles in Italian are tough for me and I still can't speak it and I still can't understand everything when people speak so but I have heard one of my friends, hopefully, will be starting an Italian podcast, slow Italian podcast. I'll let you know if that happens, but I, th- I think he's close. So I hope that is coming uh, down the road. There is a, uh, another idiom for you there. Come, <clears throat> excuse me, coming down the road, coming down the road. That means that in the near future it should be happening so my friend hopefully will be starting his podcast down the road so just a little bit of time so i'd like to take a quick break and then we will get right into the top 10 biggest fast food chains thank you so much for listening and we're back so i will be reading right from this website so if you want to follow along check in the episode notes and you will find this link i really wanted to start with restaurant chain number 10 and work my way up to the biggest one number one but i thought it would be easier if i just start at the beginning of the article and they start with the biggest one And then we'll work our way down to number 10. So maybe not as exciting. But I will start reading from the page right now with the title. World's 10 Biggest Fast Food Chains. And you will see a Starbucks coffee. And I'm going to read right below that picture. One particular matter that comes to mind when traveling is where you can find that favorite food of yours. Thankfully, services of different fast foods are available all over the world, like KFC, Domino's Pizza, McDonald's. See, there's a typo there. It should be McDonald's with an apostrophe S. There's another typo in this article later on with an apostrophe S, and I'm going to talk about that a little bit. But McDonald's and Starbucks. Below are the world's 10 largest fast food chains. Number one, McDonald's Fast Food Company. 
I'm going to turn the page here. You might, you might hear me turning the page because I printed it out. <clears throat> so below the picture of McDonald's, you'll see what's written here. This is the world's largest fast food chain, which has 35,000 stores in over 119 countries. Approximately 68 million consumers visit McDonald's every single day, which is over Great Britain's population. McDonald's signature product is its hamburger, which sells 75 pieces every second. So it sounds like to me that they sell 75 hamburgers every single second, 24 hours a day. Other main products are french fries, desserts, soft drinks, and chicken sandwiches. Just um, a little note about soft drinks. We have in the United States many different names for sodas like Coke. Pepsi, Sprite, soft drinks, that means soda. In some parts of the country, it's called soft drink. Some parts of the country, it's called soda. In other parts of the country, it's called pop. Like in the Midwest, if you go to Ohio or Michigan or Illinois, where the big city of Chicago is, you might hear them call Coke or Pepsi pop, P-O-P. And here's an interesting thing about the American South, places like Alabama, Mississippi, Georgia, Tennessee, those states, they will call all sodas Coke. For instance, if you are in the South, somebody may say, hey, do you want a Coke? But you got to say which kind of Coke. A Sprite is a type of Coke in the South. So you might hear something like, hey, can you grab me a Coke? The other person will say, oh, what kind of Coke do you want? Uh, give me a Sunkist. So that's a, a little bit of a difference in the South where actually Coca-Cola was first produced in the South, in Atlanta, Georgia. So Coca-Cola is very popular in the American South. And I was speaking with someone uh, a couple days ago. This can be a little bit confusing. The American South is exactly what I just explained. States like Florida, Georgia, Tennessee. But just put South in front of the America. Now you have South America, which is Argentina, Brazil. That can be a little bit confusing depending on where the South goes. If it goes in front of America or if it goes in back of America, it's a totally different part of the planet. So this is the final paragraph for McDonald's. And there is a typo in here. In 1940, Maurice and Richard McDonald's started their business in San Bernardino, California. I do want to talk about that apostrophe S on McDonald's in that sentence, it should not be there. We only put an apostrophe S after the noun if it owns something, if it possesses something. So that apostrophe S, if, it, if the sentence said, 
1940, Maurice and Richard McDonald's store. Like if you have an apostrophe S, you should have a noun after that. That's like being possessed. Like, I'll just use a good old American name like Jerry. And if Jerry owns a dog, you would say Jerry's apostrophe S dog. Jerry's dog. At present, they have over 1.7 million employees, which is actually more of a population than my whole state has. 1.7 million employees. This international food chain collaborates, which means works with, collaborates with some entertainment companies, which became the largest toy distributor. I think there's a little problem with the verb tense in there, but uh, what that sentence is saying is that McDonald's sells so many of their Happy Meals, which is a kid's meal you can buy there. It comes in its own little special bag, but it actually comes with a toy. And so they sell so many Happy Meals, which comes with a toy. They are the world's largest toy distributor simply because they sell so much food. Um, McDonald's has come uh, through for me many times. And when I say comes through for me, it means it worked out well for me. Because McDonald's, when you're traveling, they're pretty much everywhere. They're fairly cheap. You know what you're getting Like a McDonald's hamburger in Maine pretty much tastes the same as a McDonald's hamburger in Texas. It's not going to be very good, but it's going to be cheap. It's going to be quick, and it's going to fill you up if you are hungry and traveling. So McDonald's has come through for me many times when I was in a different city, and I didn't know what to eat. And I was like, well, there's a McDonald's. Let me just go through the drive-thru, and then we can get on with the rest of our trip. So, while it's not the healthiest for you, it's absolutely loaded with salt. And sometimes you'll hear salt called sodium. It's pretty much the same thing. Salt or sodium. Very bad for you. But, it will work in a pinch. And a pinch means like if you are desperate. McDonald's will fill you up in a pinch. If you don't know anywhere else to eat, Find a McDonald's. There's probably one just right down the road. So, number one, the biggest one is McDonald's. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Number two. Now, this one surprised me. I had no idea that Kentucky Fried Chicken was number two. Now, you will almost never hear anyone 
say, Kentucky Fried Chicken. You will never hear someone say, hey, do you want to go to Kentucky Fried Chicken tonight? People just say KFC. It's just so popular that when you say KFC, everyone knows what that means. And Kentucky is one of the 50 U.S. states. It's um, known for its bourbon, which is a type of alcoholic drink. It's also known for its horse racing. One of the biggest horse races each year in the U.S. is the Kentucky Derby. And it's also known for their fried chicken chain. So I'm going to start reading the two paragraphs that talk about KFC. This company is the world's second largest restaurant established in 1930 at Kentucky by Colonel Harlan Sanders. And his image was used as their logo and in advertising KFC. Today, they have 18,875 stores in over 118 countries. Approximately, and that's a good word to know if you don't know it already. Approximately, it means eh, just about. Like, I'm not exactly sure of the number, but it's pretty close. Approximately 8 million consumers patronize KFC every day, and that's in the U.S. only. So patronize is a word that you might not be familiar with, and that just means, that just means, um, like, they go there to eat, like they buy something from there. So if you patronize an establishment or patronize a store, it means you buy stuff there. The recipe is still unknown because it is kept safe at Louisville, and that's a city in Kentucky, in the state of Kentucky. They discard unsold chicken within 90 minutes to ensure its freshness. KFC's main menu products include popcorn chicken, which if you know the term popcorn, you know that food, think of chicken fried breaded about the size of popcorn it's little bits of chicken different finger foods and finger foods means basically smaller foods that you don't need a fork or a knife to eat so finger foods like little sandwiches that fit in your hand or french fries could be considered finger food Anything that you eat with your fingers, pretty much finger food. Potato chips, finger food, and chicken burgers. So KFC, um, I do. We do have a couple in my town and in my state, but it is not my first choice if I'm going to eat fast food. Um, McDonald's is right up there. We have a a couple probably better fast food places that won't be on this list because they're a little smaller but they also offer some pretty good food sometimes a little healthier than what you would get at mcdonald's but kfc i'll tell you what if you like coleslaw coleslaw if you've ever heard of that kfc actually has some pretty good coleslaw and they have some pretty good biscuits too but um their popcorn chicken's all right also if i'm in a pinch 
I don't mind stopping at a KFC if I have to. Number three. Again, this is surprising to me. But number three is Pizza Hut. And I do apologize to anybody in Italy because this pizza is probably not at all like you're used to. It's probably closer to the box that your pizza comes in. The cardboard. Because uh, I I am just not a, a big fan of Pizza Hut. Now, if Pizza Hut wants to sponsor the podcast, I will be a big fan of Pizza Hut. But if they are not a sponsor... Um, I'm not that much of a fan of Pizza Hut. But I will start reading about Pizza Hut right now. The largest pizza delivery service worldwide is Pizza Hut. With over 6,000 restaurants in the U.S. alone and another 5,139 stores in 93 countries. It was initiated, which is a fancy word for started, It was initiated by Frank and Dan Canny in 1958 in the city of Kansas. Just a little problem with that. The city of Kansas. We have a state called Kansas and a city called Kansas City. But we don't have a city called Kansas that I know of. So I wonder if this article was written by somebody who wasn't American. But we do have Kansas City, which is in Missouri. There's actually Kansas City, Kansas, and Kansas City, Missouri. But if you ever just hear simply Kansas City, it's the one in Missouri. And they're actually quite a big a city, big enough to have some sports teams. One big American football team is called the Kansas City Chiefs. So... It's a pretty big city, and I bet that's where Pizza Hut was actually started, in the city of Kansas. The next paragraph. Pizza Hut was the first ever to deliver a pizza to the International Space Station, launched on the Soyuz spacecraft. Throughout the year, they used 300 million pounds. LBS is the abbreviation for pounds. Don't ask me why. I don't know. Pounds does not have an L in it. But pounds of cheese that derives or comes from, derives, comes from processing 360 million gallons of milk. Pizza Hut. I do remember, I am old enough in the 80s to remember a very big Pizza Hut commercial that actually had... One of the Beatles, Ringo Starr, in one of the commercials. And he was alongside of uh, one of my favorite music groups when I was a kid called the Monkees. But I don't think the Monkees are as known worldwide as the Beatles are. And I believe in the Soviet Union? Or maybe just in Russia. Maybe it was after the Soviet Union broke up. I believe Gorbachev did a Pizza Hut commercial. So if anybody is listening from Russia, didn't Gorbachev do a Pizza Hut commercial? Number four, Subway. 
Number four, Subway. We have a lot of what we'll call sub shops in the United States where you can get a sandwich, usually with meat in the middle or veggies. And Subway is definitely the biggest, but I would say it's not the best. There are some local places to get sandwiches that are way better. But what a lot of these fast food places are good for, if you're in another part of the country, if you're in a town that you've never been to, and you're like, eh, I don't know what to eat, I do feel like a sub, eh, Subway, Subway could help you in a pinch, could help you if you're in a pickle. That was one of the idioms I used in the last episode, a pickle. So I'm going to start reading with uh, the paragraph here, the first paragraph. And there are a couple typos in this. And a typo is when a typo, T-Y-P-O, typo is when someone makes a mistake typing. So I think the author of this article might have gotten a little something wrong. But hey, I get things wrong in this podcast all the time. So I'm not hating. I'm just saying, operating in over 107 countries, the subway has a total of 42,174 restaurants. The subway sandwiches have 38 million options for their customers. They provide 7.6 million subway sandwiches every day. The number of sandwiches that they produce in a year is enough to enclose the earth 14 times. So I think they mean wrap around the earth 14 times, which seems like a lot to me. Subway sandwiches, what are they, a foot long? Yeah, you can, um, if you go into Subway, since we use the English system over here, not the metric system, you can get a foot long. And um, a few years ago, they had a special where you could get any foot long for $5. They've now since changed that, but it was a pretty good deal. Any foot long, $5. Or you can get half of that, which is six inches, a six inch, six inch sub. Subway's signature product is the submarine sandwich. However, their products vary in compliance within the location I don't think compliance is the right word there. Compliance means you're following the rules. And to my knowledge, there are no rules against what you can put on a sub. Unless they are talking about in countries where pork can't be served or beef can't be served. That could be what this article is talking about. Other Subway popular products are the chicken teriyaki, roasted chicken, Subway Milt, Subway Club, and tuna. And an interesting thing to know about the Subway sandwich, that type of long bread with typically meat in the middle has different names depending on where you are in the country. Just like when we talked about soft drinks and soda and pop and Coke, 
Subway sandwiches also are different. For example, where I live in New England, get ready for this, we call them Italians. I don't know why, but we actually have um, a chain of stores around us, not big enough to make this list, but called Sam's Italian Shop because they sell Italian subs, Italians. Um, In other places, you might hear them called Heroes. That's also, it's the same thing. It's just what they call it in other parts of the country. So it might be a sub, it might be an Italian, it might be a hero. And if you go down to New Orleans, Louisiana, great city, by the way, you can get what's called a po'boy, P-O apostrophe, B-O-Y, a po'boy. And that is uh, pretty much the same thing. So Subway Sandwiches is number four. Number five, Starbucks. This Seattle-based coffee company is the biggest worldwide. Starbucks has over 23,187 shops throughout 64 countries. And in the U.S. alone, there are 12,973 stores. Starbucks provides hot and cold beverages, snacks, beers, and wines. They offer 87,000 combinations of drinks to the customers. Now, I have never seen a Starbucks in the United States that sells beer and wine, but who knows, maybe worldwide, they do offer beer and wine. If you've ever seen a Starbucks that offers beer and wine, I would love to hear about it. If you would, leave a comment on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter. But in the U.S., I don't think they sell beer or wine. The next paragraph for Starbucks coffees. Zeb Siegel, Jerry Baldwin, and Gordon Bowker are the founders of Starbucks in 1971. It's fascinating that since 1987, an additional two new shops are put up every day. Starbucks uses 2.3 billion of paper cups there's a typo in there, and milk amounting to 93 million gallons every year. So that sentence does have a missing word or something. Starbucks uses 2.3 billion cups. Let's leave out the of there. Um, Starbucks, to me, is not very good. I am probably one of the only people in the United States that doesn't like Starbucks because they seem to be very popular, but I haven't been to a Starbucks in probably over a year. Um, The last time I was in Boston, I think it was uh, probably about 10 months ago, I think I did have Starbucks because one of my students gave me a Starbucks gift card and I was in Boston and I was kind of thirsty and I had it in my wallet. So I think I got a strawberry frappuccino, I think they call it. It was pretty good, but my major problem with Starbucks is that it's so expensive. But people will go to Starbucks and walk around with their Starbucks cups, 
show everybody they went to Starbucks. And um, I don't know. It's just not my thing. But for a lot of Americans, it is their thing. Number five, Dunkin' Donuts. And I do believe last year they changed their name to simply Dunkin'. So they dropped the donuts. It's just Dunkin'. And this um, piece of the article actually does have another typo, which I will talk about. But Dunkin' Donuts, I'm going to read the first paragraph. They have over 11,000 branches in three countries, and they serve mainly coffee and baked goods. The main products of Dunkin' Donuts are sandwiches, baked goods, soft drinks, also iced and hot beverages. In 1950, the very first Dunkin' Donuts store opened in the city of Quincy, Massachusetts. So, if the state of Massachusetts is not hard enough to say, some of the cities are impossible to say. And I know that's, or excuse me, they might be easy to say, but impossible to read. And I know one of the hard things about learning English is that we don't spell things the way they sound. Sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. But Quincy, you might think, oh, it's Quincy, Quincy. It's actually pronounced Quincy. Now listen to this one. There's a city in Massachusetts. P-E-A-B-O-D-Y. Peabody. But nobody calls it Peabody. It's Peabody. Peabody, Massachusetts. Again, it's one of those things. I, I don't know why, but if you live near Massachusetts, you just know that that's how it's said. I'm going to start reading right after the Massachusetts in the second paragraph. And the company's slogan was American Run on Duncan. So there's the typo. It's actually America Runs on Duncan. America Runs on Duncan. Since 2006. And maybe I should explain that slogan, by the way. It's just like a car runs on gasoline. A car running on gasoline. Duncan is saying that that America runs on Dunkin' Donuts. So, some people will agree with that, I'm sure. Some people may not. So, I'm going to start reading right after the America runs on Dunkin'. Since 2006. Today, they offer coffees with thousands of different flavors, and they shifted to the Coca-Cola company from PepsiCo... Sorry. PepsiCo which they dealt with since 2012. So Dunkin' Donuts, it started in Massachusetts. My state of Maine borders Massachusetts, and Dunkin' is way, way more popular than Starbucks. In my town, we have probably about seven different Dunkin' Donuts. In my town, we have only one Starbucks. Now, that Starbucks is very busy, but all of the Dunkin' Donuts are busy, too. So, number six is Dunkin'. (laughs) 
And we're up to number seven, which is Burger King. And I will read right from the paragraph now. This international hamburger chain has over 13,000 restaurants across 79 countries worldwide. And the third of the largest hamburger chain service within the United States. Over 1 million consumers visit the burger store every day worldwide. The Whopper sandwich was introduced in the year 1957, and it is Burger King's signature product. So signature product, it means like it's their most well-known. The sales of the Burger King Whopper sandwich has over 1.9 million every day all over the world. Now, I'm surprised that this is down at number seven. I would have thought it would have been number two or number three. But that's maybe just because it is fairly big in the United States and maybe worldwide it's not so big. But it is a nice difference from McDonald's because the burgers seem a little bit like more real, I guess, like grilled Instead of made with a lot of cereal product, maybe? Like, I know McDonald's says it's 100% beef, but it does taste like it might have a little bit of grain or cornflakes in there. Either way, it's all salty goodness. So, number seven is Burger King. Number eight. A little bit disappointing for me because... And it's just another pizza place. But number eight is Papa John's. And I will start reading now. In the U.S., fourth of the largest pizza service delivery is Papa John's, which has a total of 34 services available. I don't know who wrote that sentence, but it's not a very good English sentence. Uh, there's something a little bit off with the uh, word placement, I think. But I believe what that sentence is trying to say, it's the fourth largest delivery service in the United States. I'm assuming that Pizza Hut would be number one. Maybe Domino's, which is, spoiler alert, uh, which is number 10, might be up there too. We might also have Little Caesars. That's another one of our pizza places. But... I will keep reading. There are 4,000 Papa John's restaurants and 3,200 of which are found in the U.S. The very first restaurant was opened by its founder, John Shatner, in Indiana. That's a state in the middle of the country, right near Chicago. Indiana is not that far from Chicago. In 1984, the company's slogan is, Better Ingredients, Better Pizza. Papa John was the very first facility for ordering pizza online, which started in 2002 in the U.S. Nowadays, its net revenue is about $1.4 billion, and it employs over 205,000 workers. And we've come to number nine, which is the penultimate entry. Penultimate? is a super fancy way to say second to last, penultimate. So number nine is Dairy Queen, and I'll start reading right now. Dairy Queen 
is available in 6,000 different locations all over the world. It operates in about 18 countries aside from the United States. Over 600 restaurants are opening in one U.S. state alone, which is in Texas. Now, I think there is a problem with the verb tense in that sentence. I think it should say over 600 restaurants have opened in one U.S. state alone, which is in Texas. But, again, I'm not going to pick on the uh, author of this article too much. They did all the research. I'm just reading, so thank you for that. Next paragraph. In 1940, John Fremont McCullough established Dairy Queen, and the very first store was located in the state of Illinois, which is where Chicago is. But this city is the city of Joliet. Dairy Queen's signature product was soft-serve ice cream, and an image like this is featured on their company logo. They also serve french fries, hot dogs, burgers, processed fried chicken, and frozen treats. Now, there is a Dairy Queen less than one mile from my school that I teach at. And sometimes in the summer, because my kids go to school with me on Fridays or after a long day, we will go down the hill and get an ice cream after school. So that's a nice treat for all three of us. And the last one, number 10, Domino's Pizza. The last one. And I'll start reading right now. This company is second to the largest pizza delivery in the U.S. Again, what I think they mean is it's the second biggest pizza delivery service in the U.S. Leading first is the Pizza Hut. Domino's Pizza has a total of 10,000 stores in, probably an in should be there, in over 70 countries. They have different kinds of pizza crust styles depending on the store's location. Included in the main menus of Domino's are oven-baked sandwiches, bread bowls, and pasta. They are selling beverages of Coca-Cola products. Although thousands of Domino's stores are in the U.S., their delivery drivers still travel a million miles weekly. The busiest day of Domino's delivery is during Sunday's Super Bowl, wherein they deliver millions of Domino's pizzas. Or pizza, excuse me, pizza. Domino's pizza. So, um, Super Bowl Sunday, mentioned in the article, I will do a whole podcast on sports in the United States, but it is the single biggest sporting event in the world. So, you may have heard of the Super Bowl, but it's when the two best American football teams get together and play their final game to see who is champion of the league. And of course, the World Cup for soccer or football, depending on where you come from, is the biggest sporting event in the world. But of course, that happens over many weeks. Just a final note on Domino's Pizza. My wife loves Domino's. And about a mile away from my house, we have a Domino's Pizza. They put it in last year. And my wife was so happy. We get Domino's Pizza probably twice a month. 
but I don't really like it. I kind of just eat it because she likes it, and it's not that expensive. But one good thing about Domino's Pizza is the crust, where they put like a little sprinkle of Parmesan cheese at the end, I think. Seems like like right at the end of the pizza. That That's pretty good. I'll admit that. But for the most part, Domino's Pizza is not on my list of best pizza chains in the United States. Well, that does it for the top 10 fast food chains in the world. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you are still listening, thank you so much. I hope the English was just the right speed for you. I hope you learned a little something about English. Maybe you should stay away from these food chains because most of them don't offer many healthy options. But us Americans are known for liking our fast food. So, like I said, I'm guilty of indulging in the fast food chains every so often. But I do appreciate you listening, and that will do it for today's episode. I'll see you next time.